Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner and I'm your host and today we're going to be talking about how this one system is so effective at breaking down negative habits. That's right. Getting people to change negative behaviors is no easy task. But Alcoholics Anonymous has been effectively getting people to stop drinking for a very long time and i really think they kind of just fly under the radar Um, a lot of people don't uh, take the time to learn about what they do because they might not have a drinking problem but the way they do what they do can be applied to really any negative habit any behavior that you would like to change but before we dive into that please make sure if you've been listening to this on a regular basis you know we, we're reaching upwards 80,000 downloads. Um, and, you know, first of all, thank you for supporting um, and sharing and everything good that you've been doing. But if you've been listening to it and you have and you've been provided with value and you really enjoy this, um, this podcast is always going to be free. I'm never going to put sponsors in it. But one of the best things you could do for us is just leave a review. Uh, go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and. Uh, just drop a review, drop a five star, uh, and just let us know um, just why it's been good. Let other people know why it's been good. That's just going to help us to reach more people. Um, so I'd appreciate if you did that for us. But getting into this now, uh, I thought it was really important that we really spent time digging into this because, yeah, like alcohol, Al- Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, tongue twister there, um, has been so effective at changing negative behavior but i think it often gets attached to different things and a lot of people have different perceptions of it and whatnot um but they've even proven statistically that the the joining alcoholics anonymous is just as effective as seeing a a professional if not more effective so uh, there's a lot going on and you know they talk about this in a lot of different books but um, i wanted to kind of dig into the three big takeaway takeaways from it so one of the big things you'll know is that it is a group that introduces like a lot of Christian values into people who go through the program, which has been very controversial. And what the group really wants for people is to believe in something bigger than themselves. Uh, that's one of the first things they want to establish. And it creates controversy because if you come in and you're an atheist and you've been an atheist your whole life or you're agnostic or whatever the case is, uh, you don't believe in God, you're not sure, but all of a sudden you join this group and they're trying to tell you, you know, you got to pray to God. It's, it's a, it's a weird concept to a lot of people. But when we really stop and think about this for a second, hope is never really a bad thing. There's never an example where someone could say someone having hope is bad, right? Like, because if we care about humanity, we care about each individual, no matter what we think, of who's good or bad, um, as soon as someone loses all hope, like there's pretty much like they're at the end of their line, and it's just not a good thing. Nothing good's gonna come from that. But if you can give somebody hope that um, things can be better, you'll tend to see uh, more positive changes after that. And believing in something bigger is one of these cases where you don't feel like you can really do this on your own. So. When you believe in something bigger than yourself, you believe that like, there's an, a power over you that can make and help you make these changes. 
So what's interesting about this is they've given, I've, I've read a lot of different studies and stories of people who don't believe in God, but, you know, they're, they're at a party or something and they're, you know, they, they're very tempted to drink and they go to the bathroom, they get on their knees and they pray and they just pray like, you know, God, please like strengthen me, help me through this. And they talk about how it is effective. Like even when they fully came into the program, not believing when they finally submit. And that's a, what the, um, the program talks about a lot is like submitting to it. It's like, you have to fully submit yourself and say, no, like I, I, I can't do this on my own. I need help. And believing in something bigger than yourself helps to actually make that change. Uh, the second thing that the, the program does really well that you can do, that anybody can take into their own life is a very strong sense of social support. Like when you go to AA, you are amongst other people who are suffering or struggling with the same issues you are. And, you know, they talk about how hardwired we are as humans to fit into groups. Like a lot of people start drinking in the first place because they want to fit into a group. Like if you think about your first time drinking in your own life, it was probably some, some party in high school or college where you you wanted to fit into the group and you know alcohol doesn't even taste good. It has a horrible taste. And yet you're still willing to endure it and even suppress your disgust of how it tastes just to fit in with the people and seem like it's something that you want to do. So it's really important to understand just the power of who you're hanging around and how it can bring you to a positive place or a negative place if you're not careful with that. But when it comes to social support, um, with A, it's so important because people do not want to let their crew down. They don't want to let a bunch of people who are also fighting really hard to stay sober and have to be the person that stands up and says, oh, hey, you know, I'm not, I'm no longer, you know, or I, I, I gave into temptation or whatever. And that's a big reason why when people talk in Alcoholics Anonymous, they always start by saying how many days sober they are. It's, it's creating a culture of one, celebrating being sober, um, but then also it puts it out there how long you haven't had a drink. So if someone is like, hey, I'm 400 days sober, then the next week you meet with them and they're like, um, three days sober, then... You know, you know what you know what the deal is there. And the last one is really cool. I've never thought of it this way. So I've talked about opportunity costs a few times in this podcast. And opportunity cost is simply the other thing you could be doing. But I've never thought of it in a negative sense. I've always thought of it in a positive way, in the sense of being like, if I am like for example, right now I'm recording this podcast, I could be sleeping, I could be, you know, working on other things, I could be writing, I could be doing a whole bunch of other things. So I've always thought of it in terms of trying to figure out in your life what are all the what's the best way to use your time? What's the best thing you could be doing with that time that you're using? But what Alcoholics Anonymous does is they look at it like an hour spent with your group is an hour that you're away from an opportunity to drink. And the example that I think of that's so good is um, kids in school, right? Like the, there's a benefit to being in school from you know learning and all that stuff which is good but there's also the benefit that it takes away the negative opportunity costs which is you could just be running around getting in trouble all day because you have nothing to do and that would be a reality if we didn't have school how many kids would just be out out acting reckless and it's actually school that saves them and, and it was the same thing for me when I was in school that's a big reason why I always started to stay busy after school with like track and football and different things because I knew that 
idle time was not your best friend. Idle time is what really did get you in trouble. So, um, yeah, I, I think about that a lot because you also have to think through if you have a negative habit, you have to look look at how you can get around people who don't support that. And then the more time you spend with them, the less opportunity costs you have to fall back to old ways. So if you're wanting to like not eat meat anymore, just as an example, and you start hanging around vegetarians more, you start inviting vegetarians to your house more, then now all of a sudden you're taking away those opportunities to go back to eating meat before it's like completely locked in and you're truly done with it for good. So that's what I got here. And and I think don't underestimate these the power of some of these changes. Like AA has been killing it for a long time. Uh, but you have to believe in something bigger than yourself. You need strong social support and you need to understand how opportunity cost works. Like the more you're around the, the culture you want to adopt, the easier and more and less opportunity you have to go back to your old ways. So that's what I got for today. Again, if you love this podcast, please drop us a review. Show us some love. Thank you for spreading and sharing this with your friends. Y'all go out and have a great Amazing day.